Hello and welcome to the Rare Disease Cell and Gene Therapy Weekly Roundup. I'm your host Aparna Krishnan. Starting this week and throughout February, we are hosting a series of special edition podcast episodes to mark Rare Disease Day. The initiative is part of a new 6P campaign aimed at promoting awareness about rare disease challenges and its impact on people and society. The 6Ps are partnership, policymaker, payer, farmer, physician and patient. Our message is that the 6Ps are absolutely essential to successfully serve the rare disease community and achieve access to medicines. This week, we will focus on the first P, that is partnership. The P4A team discuss what they consider partnership means in the rare disease context by providing examples of different types of collaborations. To tell you more, here's Sophie Schmitz, Managing Partner of P4A. At the end of January, I launched the 6P initiative on behalf of Partners for Access. And the 6P initiative is in support of Rare Disease Day to raise awareness of rare diseases and the need for new treatments. And the the first of these P's that I'm going to be talking about today is partnership. Partnership is an essential element for all of the different stakeholders um, in the rare disease world to be able to work together and improve access for patients, improve the number of treatments available for patients with rare diseases because still only 5-7% to of rare disease patients actually have a treatment available. So what does partnership mean? What, what is it about really for me? Well, partnership is, is all about one, two, three, four, more um, stakeholders getting together and achieving more than they could do on their own, really accomplishing much more. And whether that's in terms of innovative technologies, whether that's in terms of looking at how to actually pay for, how to fund um, rare disease treatments, whatever that may be, it's all around being stronger uh, and looking how you can achieve more together. And I would certainly urge everybody um, that works in the world of rare disease to, to really focus on that and do much more than you could on your own to help those patients um, get more treatments and get more access to treatments. Now, first we discuss the role of patient advocates and the importance of their influence from Christina Potion. When thinking about partnership in rare diseases, I'm thinking about the importance of collaborating as equal partners, recognizing that at this point, every player in the healthcare system is needed. But patient groups are not yet fully recognized as this equal partner. I think patient groups at the moment are not only providing support for patients and families, but are a valuable resource of information for physicians and industry. They support recruitment of clinical trials, they get involved in HTA decisions. Some are involved in the development of new treatments, as for example the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, who played a key part in the development of Kaleidico. Now Max Rex talks about how the collaboration between patients and clinical experts influence drug assessments. When patients and clinical experts come together to make their voices heard, there is the potential to influence national reimbursement decisions. A good example of this is Vimazim, the ultra-rare and very expensive drug evaluated by NICE in 2015 in England. The evaluating committee was not convinced that the proxy endpoints used adequately demonstrated a quality of life benefit for patients. 
However, testimonies from patients and clinical experts highlighted that the treatment led to substantial improvements in various quality of life measures, including endurance and fatigue, that hadn't been directly measured in the clinical trials. Because of this intervention by patients and clinical experts, the drug was made available through a managed access agreement so that patients could access treatment whilst the company collected more data. Joanna Fernandez discusses the Hercules project, which brought together patients, pharma and clinicians. To me, partnership means empowerment. Empowerment allows organisations and individuals to have an equal voice and to work towards a shared goal. An excellent recent example of this in healthcare is Project Hercules, the second phase of which was announced in December 2018. This innovative initiative aims to bring together patients suffering from Duchenne muscular dystrophy, research organisations and Big Pharma, including Pfizer, PTC, Roche and Sarepta. This multi-stakeholder collaboration, led by the non-profit organisation Duchenne UK, is giving patients an active role in the drug commercialization process. Global patient organizations will be influencing evidence generation and educating pharma on which aspects of the disease are the most important to them. This knowledge will then be used during the health technology and reimbursement processes to help demonstrate the value of medicines for rare and orphan diseases. Through this new approach, DMD patients are able to help pharma get life-changing medicines onto the market faster. This partnership could then set an example for other rare diseases in the future. We now move to Nadir Murad, who talks about how partnership sometimes means compromising for the greater good and the role of innovators in achieving treatment access. Sometimes people think of working together to satisfy common interests as a partnership. I think that's the easy half of the story. For me, what truly defines a partnership is acknowledging that when we are trying to achieve a common goal, there will be a lot of conflicting interests. Yet despite this, we still try to strike a fair balance for an equitable outcome for all those involved. It's all about making some sacrifices for the greater good. Now, in the world of rare diseases, that greater good is ensuring that patients access the best possible treatments in a sustainable manner and that innovators can continue to strive to develop therapies which have, real, have, have a real impact on the lives of these patients. Now, in the last five years, many truly innovative therapies that can potentially cure patients with rare diseases, namely I'm talking about cell gene therapies here, have been successfully developed. Yet they carry high price tags due to the value that they offer. Until the advent of such therapies, industry and payers seem to have taken a one-sided approach in providing them to patients where you have one party wanting to maximize its return on investment and the other trying to reduce its expenditure. Sadly, the primary stakeholder, the patient, they lose out. Thankfully, that appears to be changing for the better. How? Manufacturers have started to accept and even develop sustainable funding models that allow payers to provide patients access to these costly but life-saving innovations. Payers, on the other hand, are reassessing their methodologies to recognize the true value of these therapies. I think this is an example of true collaboration that really does define the essence of partnership. And finally, Jack Rawson highlights the unique collaboration between health technology groups working together to ensure a standardized approach to assess value of new drugs. For me, partnership in rare disease means navigating common hurdles to achieve treatment access for patients. 
For some stakeholders, this has meant combining limited experience with revolutionary methods to solve big problems. A recent initiative announced by the US-based ISA, Institute for Clinical and Economic Review, that involves Canadian regulator CADTH, Canadian Agency for Drugs and Technologies in Health, and the UK's NICE, National Institute for Health and Care Excellence, embodies this type of collaboration. The three health technology assessment groups have come together to develop and test alternative methods for the evaluation of potentially curative treatments and for translating the results of cost-effectiveness analysis into recommendations for value-based price benchmarks. So why was this collaboration necessary? Market entry of drugs like the expensive Sunogene therapies are on the rise. If these drugs are undervalued or overvalued, the risk to patient access is going to be extremely high, and that's why this partnership is essential. In 2019, we expect more collaboration between regulators to achieve better access. And that's it this week. We will continue with our 6P campaign throughout February with interviews and opinions shared by thought leaders across the healthcare system. Subscribe to our podcast from whatever platform you use and don't forget to leave a review. See you next week.